Welcome to the Spirit Guided Life Podcast. Get ready to explore limitless ways of creating a dialogue with your spirit, including awesome guests, light worker tips, and intuitive inspirations. So say yes to tuning in to your heart, be willing to trust the invisible, and stand by to be spirit guided with your host, Alex Levy. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Spirit Guided Life podcast. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about shifting gears when your mission is complete. This is a topic that I've been really wanting to talk about for quite some time now. So I'm going to go into detail about what do you do when your mission ends and is your mission your purpose? We're also going to talk about my formula for refilling hope which is extremely important when you go through life changes. We're going to talk about how to find solace in that funny, tricky, in-between stage. And I'm going to share with you what's really necessary to help you move forward. So I hope you enjoy this episode. So what do you do when your passion abruptly ends with no reason. You may question everything you thought you knew. You probably would think or ask yourself, why did this happen? What's going on? What went wrong, right? That's something we probably would think too. It's almost as if this giant thunderbolt has been struck down on you and everything you thought was true you now suddenly find out no longer feels true. And I want you to know that there are things at play here in this very moment that we don't see yet. We don't see, and I think we don't see it because spirit is actually protecting us. But I want to share with you my biggest moment through a little story time of when my gears really shifted and I went, oh my God, like what do I do? So some of you guys may know that I have a background in musical theater. I grew up performing from the age of really five was when I first started all the way through college where I majored in musical theater. And I wanted to be from a... From, from that little five-year-old boy and probably even younger, my dream was I wanted to be on Broadway. I wanted to do shows, the theater, nonstop. That was my goal. That was my passion. I had nothing else in mind. You always hear, we've got to have a fallback, right? Well, I didn't have anything to fall back onto. I started taking classes and uh, performing arts from five And every summer was spent in acting camp, theater camp. Every after-school program was filled with theater and acting. And I was really lucky that I didn't have parents that were pushy. My parents were not stage parents. My parents, in fact, would never let me even audition or uh, do anything professional as a kid. I remember begging them to do to get an agent or 
you know, I want to audition for a professional company or a touring company or commercial. And that was like out of the question. I could take classes, I could do shows, and I had to go to school, of course, which I hated. But I'm grateful that my parents weren't pushy. And they, they let me do it because they saw I was a super sensitive but highly imaginative, extremely creative kid, and the theater was the perfect outlet for me. So I continued it all the way through middle school, doing more shows. That's when I really became active in community theater. And in high school, I was so excited to be able to go to a magnet performing arts high school, very much like the Fame High School from the Fame TV show and the movie, where you had to audition and it was like this conservatory college setting, uh, but it was a high school. So half of my day was in regular academic math English, and the rest of my day was filled with musical theater, acting, um, choreography, dancing, whatnot. And then after school, of course, I was always rehearsing for more shows. And then the older I got, I spent my summers in college prep uh programs. I was at Carnegie Mellon one summer and Cal Arts the next, studying and studying and studying. And then come senior year, I uh, audition. Like most um, theater students, you have to audition for conservatory programs or theater programs. And I was admitted to a BFA program in musical theater in Pittsburgh. It was a really small school. And my first year started off all right. There were many red flags during this whole time. Now that's another episode is ignoring those red flags. But for now, fast forward, I finished my first year at Point Park. I started my second year in a supporting role uh, in a big musical with a big kind of Broadway choreographer that came in to, to uh, choreograph the show. It was a huge deal. And all while I was doing the show through the process, I was so miserable. I never felt the feeling of hating really doing a show. This was the first time in my life where I was kind of sick of it. And it kind of felt like it started to come out of nowhere. And it just got worse. I stopped going to classes. I was became so disinterested in theater, in performing, in everything that I had planned my whole life around. Suddenly, didn't feel like me anymore. I felt like I was going through the motions. I felt like I was living someone else's dream. And I was off working in this super cute little boutique where I was so happy It was so much fun. It was the cutest little clothing store. And uh, that's where I wanted to spend all my time. Not doing shows, not in classes, not learning theater, which I thought would be my craft. And it finally came to the point where I left. Actually, with the help of my family, they packed me up, moved me out of Pittsburgh, and went back to Florida. And that was it. Once I returned to Florida... And everything sunk in about what actually happened. 
It was probably one of the hardest times in my life where I had to really realize, oh my God, I don't know what's next. I don't have another passion. I never thought about doing anything else. After college, my plan was to move to New York City, start auditioning, get an agent, and become a working actor. But that was not my reality anymore. I had to literally shift gears. But before I could shift gears, I had to come into a big halt and stop. And it took me quite some time, actually, before I figured things out. And that's what I want to talk about today, is really get into what do you do when you are in that situation like me? And maybe your situation isn't a dream that you've had from when you're five to college like me. Maybe you just started taking a class and six months into it, you're like, "Eh, I don't like this anymore. I want to change. Or maybe you're in a relationship and something, the dynamic has shifted. There's so many situations where we shift gears because our mission is complete. A big takeaway I want you to think about through all of this lessons I'm teaching is that shifting gears doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean, oh, I have to abort my mission now because I'm a failure. That is not true. That is what your ego voice, your gremlin, your barking dog wants you to believe. But it is not a truth. That is a very dangerous limiting belief. And do not allow that to become a true truth for you. Something else I want to touch on is this idea that our mission in life is, has to be this grandiose purpose right? Or our passion has to be in line with what our purpose is. We are purpose obsessed, especially in the spiritual community. We get readings to find out our life purpose. There are oracle cards dedicated to life purpose. It's all about life purpose. But isn't life purpose enough? That's what one of my favorite things Caroline May says. You have life We have life. Isn't that enough? Why do we have to make it to be so many more spectacular sometimes? Now, passion is different from your purpose. Okay? So don't confuse those two. So now you may be thinking, well, that's great, Alex, but I want practical advice. So here is something practical that I will share with you. And that is when you are in the midst of this shifting gears, you have to find a way to refill that feeling of hope that's not there anymore. That is essential. And I didn't do this. And I think that is why I went for about three years floundering for a long time doing multiple jobs before I got back on track. But I really believe if I would have reconnected and reestablished with feelings of hope, things would have been 
so much easier. So I want you to remember these my three little recipes for hope, and that is optimism, faith, and excitement. You've got to connect with those. One of the easiest ways to connect back to optimism, faith, excitement, which will move you to hope, is by going into gratitude. It's so easy to do that we often don't. We know we're supposed to be grateful. We know we're supposed to practice gratitude, but how often are we actually doing it? And I promise you, if you go into gratitude, you will shift your energy back to that feeling of hope. You can also talk to your spiritual helpers. This is where it's really important to have a spiritual practice, which is something I teach and I'm passionate about and I believe in. If you don't have a spiritual practice, I encourage you to find one that works for you. It could be as simple as two minutes of a sun salutation in the morning. It could be a practice of drawing a daily oracle card. It can be a practice of going into prayer. But spiritual practice and talking to your spiritual guides, your helpers, the universe will help you refill. It will help you so much. But I also want you to understand that hope doesn't come from outside of you, all right? We do seek support from our guides in the universe, but hope, it comes from you. And that's why you have to refill. You have to stay optimistic. You have to stay faithful. And you have to find a way to bring excitement. Now, I understand the thing that excited you is not the same thing anymore because your gears have shifted. So you got to find something new. You got to find something else to excite you, even if it's just having a coffee date with your good, with your good friend, right? or having a Netflix pizza night. That can be exciting, right? And I want you to realize you're not doing it all by yourself. It feels like we are. It feels like we're so alone in those moments of the dark night of the soul. But it's not the case. Spirit always has your back. There are always people willing to help if we just ask. We also must be willing to find solace in this in-between cycle. No matter how long this cycle may be, we have to understand that everyone goes through life changes, no matter what. And what this really means is it's a new beauty for you. I think about the magic of the journey that the butterfly goes through. The metamorphosis that happens with the caterpillar bringing new life into the butterfly. What does that mean? It means the butterfly then can fly, right? It means freedom. This in-between means new opportunities. All right? It's a new 
time to discover. And I think that is really the cool place to be. Being in a place where you can discover things, you can play, you are being given permission by the universe to say, now change. Look, now is the perfect time for you to change. Do something different. But I want you to ask yourself, if you find yourself in this moment, or if you're looking back onto the past, just remember, are you open to hearing the answers? Are you open to hearing the answers? Because that is what's going to take you from this in-between to that next cycle. And please stay open because sometimes other people actually do know what's best for us. They do know us really good, right? Our loved ones, our friends sometimes know us better than we think we know ourselves. So if someone comes to you and says, you know what? I hear your struggle. I'm here for you. I know what you're going through. But I really think you should try this. Or I see you doing this. Instead of dismissing it and say, you don't know what's best for me. Or I would never do that. Hear them out. Hear them out. Because what they're doing is they're seeing bigger picture than what you can see sometimes. We put tunnel vision blinders on. So please be open to hearing answers, suggestions, guidance from other people. Now, I often think about The Wizard of Oz, one of my favorite movies and books ever. And I kind of call it the Dorothy complex. I don't know what else to call this. But you remember Dorothy's journey. She went through Oz, met all her friends, wanted to go home so desperately, couldn't figure it out, had to go on this fantastical journey, melt a witch, right? Go to the wizard. But what did Glinda tell her at the very end? Well, you had the power to do this all along, but you had to find it out for yourself. That's the Dorothy complex that we all go through in these cycles, right? Afterwards, we wish, well, gosh, it was only that easy, or why didn't I do it earlier? It's because we have to learn the lessons. We have to learn the lessons. We are in this school of earth right now. We came here, we signed up for this. This is our sole contract for growth. So be kind to yourself when you're in these moments of the in-between. And know that you can find solace. Know that there is beauty in this moment of change. And you are like the butterfly going through a metamorphosis and you're gonna emerge stronger with so much more clarity. Now you may be thinking, well, what next, right? What's the next step? What's my next action? How do I get from this in-between to my new beginning, right? Here's the thing. That's actually not a question. What's your next step is a feeling. 
what's your next step is a feeling because like Dorothy, we actually do know where we want to go. I do believe it. We actually do know. We just have to go through all those twists and turns. But when you get down to it, we know what we really want. But that fear, that fear makes us want to change. That fear says, well, if I can't do this, then this will happen. Or if I do this, then this is going to happen. That's fear. That's when your adrenaline's going to rush in. And that's when you will make a decision that you're probably going to regret. But the important thing is, you always have options. Life will continue to go by whether you're ready or not. So stop creating your future based on your past. Be willing to find new joys and know that your future will be amazing. So wherever you are right now, I am wishing you a day filled with so much love. Know I know what it's like. I am here for you. Please send me a message and let me know what your thoughts are or takeaway is for this episode. I am with you. Sending you love. Remember, stay spirit guided. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please leave a review and subscribe for future episodes as they are released. And stay connected with me over on Instagram at alexlevy underscore intuitive. You can listen to the show notes over on my website or in the link below. Until next time.